Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 1, Episode 9, titled The Waterbending Scroll. Uh, full disclosure, usually I watch these episodes like right before I record so that it's fresh in my mind. But today was kind of different. My day ended up being, (laughs) watch this episode, spend like three and a half hours at Social Security for some income crap that I don't have to get into, which was hell, by the way, and then come back here, and now I'm recording it. So, if I forget anything in this episode, if I overlook any big element of this episode... That is worth mentioning. That's probably why. Just so you know. Uh, But now that that's out of the way, this episode is fine. It's decent. It's alright. I mean, like, see, it's enjoyable, it's entertaining enough, but it's not the greatest thing ever by any stretch of the imagination. If I were to, in all honesty, rank... The Avatar episodes, as of right now, this would probably be at the bottom. This is probably the weakest of the nine we've talked about at this point. But, like, it's still it's still decent. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not on the level of everything else we've seen so far. It's a cool-down episode. They needed some light, fluffy comic relief. After the intense story catapulting episode that was Avatar Roku. And by those standards, this does its job perfectly. In that regard, when you think of it as a cooldown episode, perfectly fine. More than acceptable. It's totally decent. Hell, if this was literally any other show but Avatar, I would not be spending this much time talking about how it's not quite on the level of everything else. It's just because the vast majority of Avatar is so amazing. Because the av- be- yeah, because the average Avatar episode is so great and at such a high level. You get this, which is like a 6 or 7, perfectly reasonable. It's just like, eh, it's not as good. Uh, but it's fine. Uh, as far as the waterbending lessons go, I think those scenes are, they're nice. Avatar learning waterbending had to happen at some point. Put that in there. Why not? And it's a nice little thing of, 
Uh, I need to learn all the elements by summer. Hey, here's a waterbender. Let's do some minor tutoring. And the fact that the Avatar, who is meant to master all four elements, picks up waterbending like that is kind of amusing. The problem with this episode, I think, is how they write Katara's arc. Because it makes sense that she would be determined and frustrated with herself when she couldn't get a waterbending move because, like, that's her entire drive. She wants to be a great waterbender. So, most of her decisions in this, stealing the scroll, getting frustrated when she can't master certain moves, uh, sneaking off and getting herself captured because she really wants to learn more waterbending, all of that perfectly reasonable. What feels out of character, though, is Katara... Snapping at Aang and getting jealous of Aang, the Avatar, who's supposed to master all four elements and save the frickin' world. That just doesn't make sense. That jealousy of Aang feels so wildly out of character for Katara. It feels like they wanted to have some form of character development in this otherwise completely inconsequential episode, but they just didn't really put any thought into it. It feels like they kind of half-assed it, if I'm being honest, but eh, it's minor. I'm not a fan of the Pirates, as characters on their own. I think they're stupid. They're really, like, just one-dimensional, dumb, ridiculous antagonists. Like, they're a punchline. The pirates are a punchline. However, what I do enjoy is the pirates teaming up with Zuka. I think that whole dynamic is really, really fun, really, really interesting... And really provide some nice, some significant stakes, let's say. That's what I was trying to say. It provides some form of stakes, some form of urgency that the pirates are teaming up with Zuko. And I do kind of like how Sokka plays the two against each other and they just start fighting at one point. That's fun. Uh, the ship stealing <laughs> is great. <laughs> Aang and Katara just steal the pirate ship. Zuko's laughing at them, and the pirate ship goes, or the Zuko ship goes off with the pirates on them. Uncle Iroh interjected with the whole, Are you so busy fighting you can't see your own ship has sailed? We don't have time for your proverbs, Uncle. It's not a proper. Ship's literally sailing. <laughs> uh, like, that is amusing. That is fun. I like that a lot. 
Uh, I really love <laughs> Iroh's White Lotus tile tangent. And Zuko just kind of begrudgingly going to this market and helping Iroh get his White Lotus tile. And then it's through that that you have the pirates teaming up, almost capturing the Avatar, getting into a fight with the pirates, having that boat just leave. All of that. And then after both ships crash, Uncle Iroh is like, oh, you're really going to get a kick out of this. The White Lotus was in my sleeve the whole time. And then Zuko just throws it off the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) So perfect. Absolutely incredible. I love it so much. (laughs) So freaking good. And I kind of alluded to this already, but the whole final fight, that thing, that is where most of the fun of this episode comes from. That and the chase sequence in the market, where they also run into the cabbage merchant a second time. My cabbages! This is worse than Omashu! (laughs) But the final fight is really where I have the most fun in this episode, where there's this big smoke cloud, and the pirates and the Fire Nation soldiers are fighting each other, and Aang and Sokka are just trying to find one another in the smoke. Aang airbends the smoke away, and all the all the sharp objects are pointed at him, and then he just closes it. Like, uh, never mind, I'll find you. Like, it's really, really great. Uh, most of the fight on the ship is fun as well. I will say the moments where Aang and Katara, where Aang and Katara work together to waterbend the ship so they can save themselves, where they can first escape and then be save themselves. That felt kind of cheesy in a way that Avatar feels sort of beneath or Avatar feels sort of above, I should say. It's beneath Avatar. They are above it. I can't use words today. This is what happens when I spend three and a half hours at Social Security between viewing and recording. It does feel kind of cheesy. It feels like a very half-assed resolution of that arc. But... Eh, that's a minor thing. Mostly that final fight is really, really fun. And then the freaking bison whistle. <laughs> the bison whistle, which is introduced in this episode and becomes a bigger deal later on. It becomes a regular thing later on. It's awesome. <laughs> it's an awesome little call up immediately device. I really like that. So, like I said, this episode's fine. It's good, it's enjoyable, it's decent. I can nitpick it to all hell because this is Avatar. And I want every single episode of Avatar to be absolutely incredible. But, eh, it's fine. It's acceptable, it is tolerable, it is fun. 
It's just a good time that maybe isn't quite as good, quite as consequential as most other Avatar episodes. Let me put it this way. There are only five episodes of the 61-episode series that I do not enjoy. This is not one of them, by any means. I would not call this, like, among the top five worst Avatar episodes ever. It's just, eh. It's filler. It's just there. Which, fine. I'm okay with it. Honestly, if it means that the good, that the, not good, if it means that the great episodes of Avatar are absolutely incredible, I'm fine with just having a decent-ish one every once in a while that you just forget the second you see it. Unless you're like me and you're an Avatar superfan and you can't not remember every single scene of every single episode of every single season of Avatar The Last Airbender. This is the hell of my existence. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1, Episode 10. Talk to you then.